On this episode of the Hyperfast Agent Podcast, we are joined by Corey Rozier from Big Block Realty. Listen as Corey presents at the Hyperfast Agent Digital Deep Dive event. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Hyperfast Show, where we believe unlimited growth in business and life is created by surrounding yourself with people who have been where you are going. Learning from others allows you to compress time and grow hyperfast. And now, here are your hosts, Kerry Shaw and Dan Lesniak. Kerry and Dan are real estate developers, best-selling authors, billion-dollar agents, and million-dollar agent makers. And now, get ready to grow hyperfast. The reason that I was so freaking excited, not only for everyone watching, but selfishly for myself to bring you on today is that I think you've probably recruited more real estate agents in the last few years than like multiple brokerages combined. And I know how successful you've been. And I also know your personality, right? So you, you are you. And people are going to know exactly who you are. And so I think that there's so many people that try and be someone else when they're recruiting. And so I wanted you to walk through the essence of who you are in the process. And then for the, the agents that are watching right now that are thinking about hiring, like some of them are expanding in this time, right? Like for us, we're consistently recruiting right now. So I wanted to pick your brain about how people can go about that and how you've been able to be really successful in attracting the right kind of people and pushing away the wrong kind of people. Yeah. So, so thanks for, thanks for having me on first and foremost. I really appreciate it. So yeah, to kind of answer some of your questions in regards to being yourself and and recruiting the right agents and stuff like that. I think that most important thing for me and for us is really making it about the agent. So what I mean by that is just asking a lot of questions about them, what their goals are, what their challenges are, not speaking about what your brokerage is about, right? Because I think that a lot of people, in my opinion, and some of the successes that we've had is just really understanding what their challenges are, because if they're going to sit down and and have a, a meeting with you, obviously, they're there for a reason, right? There's reasons why, you know, that they have some issues and there's some kind of pain point that they're struggling with. And I think being versatile in those different situations and understanding the different types of personalities that you're dealing with is super important. So we also try to have a a super relaxed atmosphere where, you know, we kind of sit back in our chairs and body language and stuff like that and really just kind of bring them in and ask, ask the question, you know, hey, thanks so much for coming in. You know, really appreciate the opportunity. What questions do you have? What what questions can I answer for you and, and how can we help you with you and your business? Sure. So just if I were to take the most important thing I heard from that, find their pain, right? Because their pain is the path. If you if you really understand their heart and where their pain is, then then it is all about them. And then you're figuring out how you can solve their problems that are unique to them. I think it's the same as a salesperson that sucks at their job. That's like, let me tell you, let me tell you what I can do for you. Or let me tell you why this car is like great for you. To me, I'm such a salesperson that that like turns me off to my core. I'm like, you're not listening to me. I don't give a shit about those tires or rims or whatever it is. Like, I care if there's this feature. I care how the the phone system works with the navigation, right? Like, so for the agents, it's the same. So I love that you pointed that out. It's about how you listen and how you solve problems. And for for the people out there that are looking, how do you guys 
circulate the information that you're hiring to attract the right people to apply? Because I think some people just don't know where to even, how to go about that. In terms of kind of what the type of agent that you're looking for in terms of qualifications and things of that nature, is that kind of what you mean by that? No, I mean like, where do you post the job ads? Like how do you attract the people? Because knowing that you know how to handle it when the right person comes in, if we just take a step back before they come in, how do we get them? Yeah, I mean, for us, I think there, there's all different types of brokerages and the way that you go after agents. You know, for us specifically, we are really predicated on culture. So for us, we do a lot of different videos around so, socials, different uh, stuff that Sam does in terms of trainings. We try to make it fun. We try to make it different. We try to be outside the box. We want to be uh, the standard brokerage out there. So with that, we leverage a lot of what we do on the day-to-day and just really who we are as people and put that out through Facebook, YouTube, Google, we also do kind of a fun thing where anybody that refers over an agent, they get their name in the hat at the end of the year. If we pull their name out of the hat, they actually win Mercedes-Benz for the next three years. So that's kind of cool. Um, I love that. We we took that from you guys, and we actually did that last year, and it increased the number of referrals we had by like 75%. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun, you know, and it's, it's especially at the holiday party when all the people come in at the, they're just kind of waiting to see who wins the Benz. And then it's kind of like, oh, I'm out of here. So <laughs> <laughs> except the people who are there till like three o'clock in the morning, partying hard with There's all of these crazy too. animals. <laughs> That's right. Um, so I was thinking about one of the ads that I saw that you guys did. And it was the sandwich ad where people were scooping this like take a bite. They're like, which sandwich do you want? And then the one that they pick, they take a huge bite out of. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So yeah. I think that that's the perfect ad to talk about bringing together your culture and your value proposition to attract the right people. So do you want to just speak a little bit more to that and how you're like somebody who's really uptight and not going to fit into your culture is not going to like that ad. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a great ad. And, and I think that you're like, and anyone who doesn't like it is stupid. <laughs> I just, you know, again, I think that we're very transparent in who we are, right? That we, we like to have fun. We like to play hard. We like to work hard. Um, we like to provide a tremendous amount of value. And I think that it's important to be who you are, right? And I don't think that you should kind of fake it. If your brokerage is a specific type of brokerage, then then go with it. Those are the agents that you're going to attract. And, you know, kind of the ad that you're talking about, it's, it's, it's kind of a pattern interrupt, right? In the sense that we're 100% commission brokerage. So, you know, the gentleman goes on, you know, who's our, our head recruiter now. And, you know, he just basically has a sandwich or a piece of pizza or a hot dog and presents to, to you know, to two different people. What's funny about the, the the ad is none of those people knew what was going on. That was actually all. Well, and you could tell, like I said, when I watched it the first time, I'm like, oh my God, they didn't tell them first. Like, look yeah, at their yeah. faces. It's priceless. Yeah. So, you know, he takes the, takes, you know, he hands two hot dogs out and says, which one do you want? They choose one. He takes a bite out of half of it and then gives it back. He says, which one do you want now? And they said, obviously the full, you know, the full one knocks it out of their hand. And the whole thing is that we're hundred percent commission brokerage, right? So why would you give a percentage to your brokerage or a half eaten hot dog in this, you know, ad? So it's different. It's fun. It's the goal is to get people to follow exactly what you're doing and kind of what your mindset is and how you approach things. And then they can really kind of buy who you are because at the end of the day, I think that's the most important thing. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Uh, I would love it at the end of this, if you don't mind finding uh, the link to that ad and then putting it in the chat, just so people can get an idea, like the kind of things you're doing to get attention. Was it you who was going to have to shave your head in the other ad that you guys did? Yes, that was John Fleming. So that was our our regional, uh, that's our regional uh, partner in our South Bay office. And so I'm a big Philadelphia Eagles fan and he's a big Bears fan. And I like to, I like to gamble. So we decided that we would gamble that whoever lost had to shave the other person's logo in the back of their head. So we had a team that was kind of filming this throughout uh, the whole game day. And that was the Chicago Bears Eagles game that was absolutely nuts for the guy misses the field goal at the very end of regulation. It bounced off, of, you know, two poles posts. And then we ended up filming him shaving the, the uh, Eagles logo shaved into his head. And he had to wear that for a week. So it was great. So I love it. Absolutely love it. Hey, hold that thought for a minute. Do you have a client that needs to buy or sell a home in the DMV area? Then why not trust the highest selling team in the DMV, the Kerry Scholl team? We've helped thousands of buyers and sellers and would love to help your clients. And we guarantee we will save them time, money, and stress throughout the process. And they will be so grateful that you referred them to us. Go to carryshoal.com to learn more. Again, that's carryshoal.com to learn more about sending us your clients that need to buy or sell a home in the DMV area. That's carryshoal.com. So for people out there, let's jump to the people who might be hiring their first hire. What are some of the things that you would just help them understand from uh, like tips, hacks you've learned over the years? questions you ask that if they answer it one way, you know, it's a no, like what are some of the things that you would pay attention to there? Yeah. Um, I really take a very laid back soft approach in the sense that it's almost like, Hey, I want you to join, but if you don't join, that's okay. So what I mean by that is I think that, you know, a lot of brokerages out there, a lot of recruiters out there are kind of doing what you're talking about, just kind of for selling, this is what we do. It's all about you. And, you know, for, for us, it's not like that. I, I, again, I just go back to making it about them, right. Making it about them, asking as many questions that you can. So, okay. And, you know, and then also agreeing and repeating, right. Okay. So if I understand you correctly, what I'm hearing is that you have the challenge of you're not getting support. Is that correct? Yes. So you get them to say yes, multiple times throughout the conversation where, they actually feel like they're controlling the conversation, but in essence, you're really controlling the conversation because no matter how they answer the question, um, you know which way to go. So what I would also say is really understanding what your presentation is. I mean, I said my presentation probably 1,700 times. So it was like, it didn't matter what state of mind I was in, I could answer the question because it was the same every single time. So I yeah. think being prepared with with what that presentation is obviously highlighting whatever it is that you want in the particular agent, but making it about them and exposing those pain points, I think is huge. Absolutely. Any core traits that you have found over the years you want to avoid? You know, that's interesting because it's a very slippery slope, right? In terms of if you decide, hey, I don't want this agent. You know, one thing that I think is really important is when agents are making moves um, from from one brokerage to another, it's like changing a job for them. 
So yeah. it could be a highly stressful situation. So even if their personality is off in that particular interview, I really tried to not, for better lack of terms, kind of play God, right? So what I mean by that is I would not not, an ex, not accept an agent just based off of a personality quirk, this or that. The only things that we kind of stayed away from was if it was more, you know, uh, kind of red flags in terms of compliance, stuff like that, asking a lot of questions about, you know, E&O insurance, I had this lawsuit, stuff like that. Um, but besides that, you know, for us, you know, again, I think versatility is the name of the game, understanding the different personalities. And I think that, you know, if you're just one way, I think it's going to be difficult for you to attract different type of personality styles, because you're going to attract people that are just more like you, which is natural, right? I think that, you know, again, for our brokerage, we like a melting pot. We have a bunch of different types of varieties of agents. And I think that's what makes us who we are. So I think that's extremely important. Yeah, that makes sense. And and some of the people that are watching, you know, they're looking for their first hire and someone that will be the right cultural fit. So when you're coaching team leaders at Big Block to find the right recruits for them, are there any special techniques or recommendations you have in that situation? Yeah, great question. Um, I think that you kind of figure out what the avatar is in terms of, all right, hey, how many years of experience do you want? You know, um, how many, you know, how many transactions have they closed? You know, focusing on really what they're good at, because I've had a lot of conversations with team leads or people that say, hey, I want to build a team. And you're like, okay, great. Well, what are you lacking or what do you not like doing? So I think that's really important. And I think in a lot of situations, sometimes people grow too big too fast. I think if you can kind of figure out and identify, hey, these are the things I'm not really good at, or if I could have somebody do this 80% of what I could do it, that's the type of person that you want, right? Um, the other thing is, you know, is it a partner situation versus a team situation? You know, do you, you know, are you identifying that you just want a listing agent, you just want a buying agent? You know, how does their personality work with yours? Um, I also think, especially if you're building small teams, it's good to get to know that person. You know, go out and have a cup of coffee. Maybe go out and have a drink. Kind of understand them a little bit more. Leverage some of, you know, even, you know, talking about other, you know, agents that they've worked with in the past and getting an understanding of really how they work and what their personality is or what the feedback is from other realtors in the industry. Stuff like that, I think, is really important if you want to kind of hone in on the type or specific agent that you want. And again, I would say start small. And if you do it the right way, what's going to happen is naturally people are going to want to come to you. So you're not even going to have to go to them. Once you build that culture and kind of get that ball rolling, specific to what your team or brokerage looks like, it just naturally evolves from there. Yeah, absolutely. One thing that I'm really glad that you pointed out, I think it's the opposite of what most real estate coaches want you to believe. And I happen to believe that what you're saying is correct. I don't think that there is an exact path to growing a team. I, I don't believe that it's possible. I think that you as the individual team leader have strengths and weaknesses. And so in order to make the right hires and have the right, right growth strategy, the first thing you need to do is look within and you need to analyze where your talents are best serving the growth, right? So for some of the team leaders out there, you guys are going to be incredible at phone conversion and that's going to supply tons of people with leads and opportunities. And you're going to stay in that, that lane for me. 
that was not my strength. That was like my ultimate weakness. And so I needed to scale a huge ISA team to be able to evolve and grow. So if we both picked the same path, if I went down your path and tried to be the number one converter, which is what my coach told me I had to had to be to be successful. If I tried to be the phone sales converter, I probably would be selling yachts right now or doing something else because I wouldn't have made it. But thankfully, I realized, okay, that I'm this is not my strength. And so if I try and do what he's telling me, it's not going to work for me and I have to go my own direction. So what I would say for people out there is like make the list of all of the responsibilities in the job and circle the ones that you really don't love doing or you're not good at doing. And that's how you develop your first job description to hire somebody. And by the way, when you have 80 people like I have, the way that you determine the next hire is by looking at everybody's responsibilities and doing the same exercise and moving people towards their strength and away from their weakness. And most of the time, people don't like doing what they're not good at. It's easier to say, I don't like doing this than I'm not good at it. So I always part with what they enjoy. And that's a way to move through that conversation where you're trying to grow and evolve and know that you're serving your people the most. Because if they love what they're doing, they're more likely to stay, right? Yeah. And I would, to add to that too, I would say set realistic expectations for these people that are coming on. Don't mislead them with this or that. If you are who you are and this is what you want in a particular role, be very specific to that. Hey, this is what you're going to get. These are the expectations that we have. If you do this and that, we have proven data that shows that you can do 15, 20, 25, 30 deals a year, right? But again, I think it's really important to not oversell and say, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, we could do that. No, I, I, we have found, you know, it just, it doesn't work, right? Be you, be authentic, be specific. And yeah, to your point, kind of identify those things that, you know, that you're not good at and surround yourself with people that are really good at that. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you set unrealistic expectations, the problem is not only do you end up with somebody who doesn't like where they are, you also end up with someone who goes around telling everyone who will listen why your company isn't the right company. When if you just were realistic, they could have ended up being happy and become a raving fan or better news. Like, if they weren't the right fit, they wouldn't have come in the first place. And then you wouldn't have that negative energy in the space. Yeah. Yeah. That's super valuable advice. All right. Well, I know we're almost out of time, but any last tidbits you would add for people who are looking to, to really recruit in 2020? I think, yeah, just going back to question-based selling, making it about them. You know, um, I think that when you bring them in, make sure your presentation is consistent. Don't change it have the answers to the questions that they're going to ask you. Have fun. Seriously, enjoy it. It doesn't, you know, if they're not a good fit, then that's okay. And I would say too, you know, even like for us, we've had a ton of agents that have left and a lot of agents that have come back. So I would say don't burn any bridges because just yeah. because it didn't work out at that specific time doesn't mean that that's necessarily what's going to be in the future. So wish them the best of luck. Hope it works out. And if anything changes, know that the door is open. So. I love that you just said that. We just had an agent who started training yesterday that was with us like seven years ago. And he was there for two weeks and someone like came and stole him and gave him a much higher offer. And when we were talking yesterday, he's like, man, I regret that decision so much. And I'm so glad you guys let me come back. And so had we been bitter about it, because he came and left in such a short period of time, like we would have ruined an opportunity. So I totally, completely agree with you. 
100%. Awesome. Well, Corey, thank you for your time. All right. Well, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyperfat Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyperfat Shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests and improve our shows. So give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time.